Up. Three, oh. two, one. There, it's seen now. <laughs> Amazing. That's beautiful. Kyle used to wake us up by clapping on tour, and it made me so upset. That sounds traumatic. I just, I, I, it was horrible. <laughs> what was the point of that? Is that to like, is that to like make it like normalize the applause at the end of the show? So you guys are like, okay, cool. No, it was just time to rock. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was just to make me as mur- murderous as possible right when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that my uh, my girlfriend has been lately telling me that I'm not like nice in the morning. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm like too grumpy. So I'm like working on it. I'm like working on being nice when I wake up. What are yeah. you doing to fix that? What's your, what's your plan? Um, well to fix it a couple nights, I slept in a different room. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> but but it not not yeah. in like a passive aggressive way. No. It was normal. Like last night, I slept in a different room because I got I got a COVID vaccine, and my arm is in the middle between us usually. Mm. So like it's really really like over the top, like no exaggeration, super sore. So I wanted to sleep like not where it wouldn't get bumped at all. Mm. But I'm a. Uh, I'm working on being less grumpy in the morning. Do you have to sleep in the room with the dolls? There's dolls, but there's dolls in every room, honestly, That's true. in this apartment. That's kind of sweet as well. Scary. Yeah, and it's funny. <laughs> um, well, to introduce our guest, we have Tina um, from Sheer Mag today. Hey, Tina, thanks for coming on. Hi. Hi. And to tie it all in, Tina is friends with uh, my partner, Serena. So when I messaged... Tina that Serena was my partner they were like oh yeah I met them forever ago like they're like Serena and her old roommate Sarah Beth who is also friends with Tina you were like I met them like in a melted time and I was like yo that's exactly like where they existed before like um, our relationship started so to clarify how melted it is there's like four dolls right there, one doll in front of me, two dolls there, <laughs> two behind me, and then the other room has all these dolls and weird clowns. Like I think for turn off the virtual days. background and give us a world tour. It sounds oh god, doll I tour. would except the the microphone is stable. Oh yeah, so oh, I, okay. can't, I can't wa- I can't walk around. You need to get one of those uh, those poles. The, yeah, the, like, I need to look like. Um. Yeah. <laughs> A, a unidirectional mm-hmm. no yeah. but um like for birthdays and like holidays i bought like creepy like marionettes for her so there's a lot of weird <laughs> things around creepy you know like so would you would you would you say it inflicts a positive or a negative energy in the space i would say if my apartment was featured as the set of an episode of are you afraid of the dark there would be a lot of nighttime motion that mm. i can't account for okay or like mm. a spooky toy story you know a creepy a spooky toy, story. toy story maybe even like uh that like museum that they have in the uh the conjuring movies the like scary the ben, museum. The Ben Stiller movies. The Ben Stiller movies Is with ben Owen Stiller Wilson. Ben Stiller in the Conjuring. Yeah. He's in the museum movies. The Conjuring yeah, museum. Yeah. Night of the Conjuring. Yeah. The Disney with movie. Robin Williams. Conjuring. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was Teddy great in the Roosevelt. Conjuring. 
<laughs> that was good. Yes. Serena keeps trying to get me to watch all the conjuring too. Like all of the conjuring at once. They're pretty good, dude, but they'll them. they'll really scare you, I think. You're not a big horror yeah. movie guy. I like they'll I spook like, you. like I like like classic horror, like mm-hmm. psychological thrillers, like the Hitchcock type stuff, and like I like Cronenberg, like body horror stuff. The conjuring is like I, manufactured to like give you nightmares. It's like the entire thing that was built for. It's like perfect. scientifically engineered just to scare you. I don't remember my dreams. Not really any so depth it past that. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I don't remember my dreams. I'll just wake up feeling really stressed and not know why. Hmm. Which is fine. That's normal for me. <laughs> that works out good. But yeah. Um, so the COVID shot fucking sucks. Like everyone go get it if you can, but it's not fun. I'm it like. As of three days ago. Nice. You got one? Which yeah. one? I got the Moderna one. That's same. Dolly Parton one. Did it fuck you up? Because my arm is like, all, the, like the first one, my arm really hurt, but I, I expected to feel like shit the past couple of days, but I've been fine. My friend's partner, like his fucking, his lymph nodes were like the size of like tennis balls the oh day after God. he got the entire day, but nothing happened to me. See, that's what scares me. Like some scared Jeff so much he just fucking laughed. Jeff ran away from the he's <laughs> hiding. No, uh, there was a buzz from the doorbell from downstairs, and Serena's working, so I'm the only one that could get it, or they're gonna keep buzzing. Mm. All the dolls um, kind of just turn their heads at the same time. Jeff had to run away. Dude, if really I could scared. train the if I could train the dolls or my cat to reach the buzzer, it would be ideal. <laughs> train the dolls. Just build like a Maybe Wallace and Gromit machine in your apartment. Like a Rube Goldberg machine to push the buzzer bell. Oh, I need one door. of those giant like marble or domino things mm-hmm. <laughs> at like a setup where I can just like mouse trap it and hit hit like a domino next to me and open the yep. door. Dude, that's the dream I'm gonna right build there. Them. That's my that's my next YouTube empire. I'm gonna start videos where I do shit like that. It's like not tricks to not interrupt your podcast and there's just like a million dominoes next to me <laughs> it's making so much noise in the background it's oh, like man. clicking and clacking but yeah Love i got it. the shot and um my arm is fucked up and i was like really spacey last night like i feel like it affected my like my thinking uh-huh. mm. so so this morning um in preparation for the podcast, I took an Adderall to try to even it out and mm-hmm. it's even <laughs> i feel normal now uh, okay like, but my arm still hurts. You're mixing shit though. You got that COVID vaccine, the Adderall, the Red Bull, and the coffee, mm, and some crazy the, shit, and the um, waffles. The waffles helped. You had some waffles so, too. I had yeah. I had some banana walnut waffles. Mm. They were good. Um, it looks like it, it looks like we have an additional guest on the podcast today. Uh, Tina, <laughs> would you mind introducing this beautiful beautiful dog that has entered yeah. the webcam? It's Rock. He just wanted to say what's up. Hello. He it's is such a pleasure to meet you. I love his spot above his eye. Yeah. Yeah, the Very people sick. Saw, um, at the like shelter he was at called him The Rock. The Rock. Because mm. he's got the people's eyebrow. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. I smell what he's cooking, you know. I smell what he's cooking, and I'm into it. Wow. I hated the rock. When I was a kid, I got really into like WWF, like attitude mm. era, like that lined up perfectly with my 
youth. And, yeah. you know, I fucked with like Stone Cold and like Degeneration, but The Rock was like a heel at the time, too. He was like a yeah. bad guy. And I just like, he was all right, but I couldn't really get into him. And then I feel like right around when I stopped watching wrestling, they gave him like the Thursday night SmackDown TV show and he became like fucking massive. Mm. But it is weird because he's from like, like he lived in the, like the neighboring town of my hometown growing up. Mm. So, and he went to like university of Miami, like I'm from South Florida and he's like a big deal down there. So it was always weird. It was like, Oh, my friend lives in the same neighborhood as the rock. That's kind of fucking weird. I remember seeing the mummy too. When that came out, dude, and the rock has that cameo as the scorpion king. Dude, I wanted to go see the scorpion king so bad, but it was rated R. And I think I was like eight years old. And no, I was Scorpion like, King's PG thirteen. No, nah, it wasn't, dude. It was rated R. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's PG thirteen. You know the why fuck I know? It wasn't, dude. You know why I know? How? I'm pretty pretty sure. Either that, I'm pretty sure because me and my friend Andrew, who you might also know, Tina, he's like a Philly dude. Uh, he's, oh, it is rated like, PG thirteen. He used yeah, to be Jacob, in uh, a band with with Jeff Fonseca. He was in like Horse Girls. Who's, who's what are you talking about? Who is it? What's his name? My, my Andrew. Um, uh, he, he was in that. He's friends with like Jeff Fonseca. I used to live with all of them in Florida, like the direct effect dudes. We got a lot of Florida people out here. Yeah, I'm fucking saying it, it's like New York City in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, we went to see. We tried to go to the movies in middle school to go see Jason X which was rated R mm. and we bought tickets to see Scorpion King instead to sneak in. And then in front of the Jason X movie theater entrance, they had police. So we had to watch the Scorpion King, which fucking Damn. sucked. Dude. I still wanted to see it. My parents lied to me and told me it was rated R. Dude, I swear to God. That's fucked up. That's, that's so, so fucked up. <laughs> Yo, Jason X was a, was a banger too. It's got a solid 20% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. There was like a fake Jay and Silent Bob in it. It was cool. Mm. It was like a like a knockoff versions, like the you know the low budget, the um, off brand Jay and Silent Bob, mm. the Aldi Jay and Silent Bob, the Aldi Jay and Silent Bob. Dude, I miss Aldi. I miss visiting my friends in Philly. How how's Philly been for you during the pandemic, Tina? Uh. It just I just moved like right when this shit started to a neighborhood that was like that is it's like right near Pats and Geno's and shit. Just like mm. a lot of shit, like shit is around here that I just immediately was unable to do any mm. so but I feel like whenever I'm there I'm in like Kensington. Like I feel like my friend who I stay with is in Kensington. It's always like quiet, like very subdued vibe, obviously. But um, I've just been boring as fuck. You're right by Ray's happy birthday bar. Yeah, I hate that fucking bar. That place sucks. Dude, that's, that's Serena's favorite bar. That's Serena's favorite bar in Philly, and I've never been there. And she's like, "We have to go." And I'm like, "I don't know." Nothing makes me want to die more than being inside of there. Like, I get, it's just I get kicked out every time I'm in there. Like why? It's like this. It's like, like there's I don't know. There's a lot of fucking shitheads who hang out there it's just funny that i get kicked out every time up there it's <laughs> messed up yeah i feel that but i also um pre-pandemic and during pandemic i'm uh 
bar service worker who's kicked a lot of people out. And I feel like they always ask the same question, but there's always a reason, you know, that they got kicked out before somebody else. And I feel like it's hard to realize, like sometimes it's not even their fault that time, but it's Mm. something they did the previous time that I didn't like. And I'm like, you're on my list. I'm watching you. Any little thing fucking out of here. I've only gotten uh, kicked out of a bar twice. It's pretty really? strong. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been kicked out of a bar. I was in well, a group and you, it was actually, girl. it was in Philly and we were at L bar and I was in a big group and we were being too loud outside. And oh we, yeah. They, L bar is outside. They told us to, is... they told us to be quiet like four times. Like the bouncer told us to be quiet like four times. He was like, so mean. He was like, Guys, I'm gonna kick you the fuck Outdoors out. Outdoors at L Bar is a correctional too, facility. Too rowdy. <laughs> it is a correctional facility. That was my L Bar bouncers. They are they are correctional officers. I've only been once. I, I stand went, by that shit. I, the last time I was in Philly, I went to L Bar to meet up with Joel for like like mm. Namaste at Home uh-huh. Dad for a couple yeah. minutes, and then I walked to like some other bar where my friend was DJing. Like I went to L Bar in between on my way just to like check it out and meet up with Joel. And it was cool. There was like some weird, like outsider music type dude playing music inside. And then the outside was like slammed. It was like, like if you took the capacity of like every Bushwick bar and filled them up and put everyone outside on picnic tables, it was like, what was going on at L bar? I felt like I was in like a lunch cafeteria room. Yeah. Did you like looking for the fight? cool table, you know, like where am I going to sit? Exactly. But it was cool. The uh, the backyard closes way before the bar does, so everybody has gets like kicked out of the yard at a certain time. Mm. It makes everyone go insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do that here too, like at one of the bars I work at, but it's like we push everyone inside at 3 a.m. and then the inside closes at 4. So it's pretty much just like anyone that's too drunk that's just smoking cigarettes, like chain smoking in the back all night. It's like, well, if you want to keep chain smoking and you're fucked up, just keep walking through and just go to the front door and dip because <laughs> I have to start sweeping all your fucking cigarette butts up. Yeah. Is that the logic of closing the back? Is it so people don't just chain smoke all night? No, nah, it's sound, sound ordinances usually mm. a lot of the time. Um, the neighbors and shit. Okay. But it's like, dude, what, what does it matter? The woods is like blasting massive sound system inside. It's not really going to change anything. That place for is one like hour. by the river though. It's so far away. It's like, nobody's it's, ever going to, it's right on the water. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they're not even open. So who wants to go to a club right now? Who feels yeah. safe at a club? You know, I don't even want to, you know how much like gross shit I have to clean up there. Like it would literally be like, they would need to give us like hazmat suits right now. <laughs> mm. Also, everybody who lives in that part of Williamsburg, like takes melatonin to go to bed. So they're all asleep. <laughs> at, like, that's true. Beautiful dreams. At, like, yeah. Nine, eight PM. Cause they have to wake up for 5 AM yoga and Peloton. <laughs> yeah. What you mean is they can silent, all afford melatonin. They have to wake up for their yeah. 5 AM silent disco. Yeah. Dude. Silent I want to go to a silent disco. Like where you, everyone has their own headphones on. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. sick, right? It's like I would put on music that no one else has. Like, there's like channels you're only allowed to listen to this, like, because they want some people to be hearing the same shit. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I would put I would bring a 
my own shit. I wonder if I could like hack other people's headphones and make them listen to what I want to listen to. Maybe so. You can make them just listen to Sheer Mag at the silent That's disco. True. That would be very sick, honestly. That could be very huge. For They're sure. going to be like, whoa, it's so cool. Disco. I love disco. And I'll be like, they don't even fucking know. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> silent discos do not want to fucking hear Sheer Mag, right? <laughs> the good ones do. The ones we that are like, like the ones that want like the the just the classic bangers. See, we need like a, the, they want to hear pit you know, bull. They want to hear what? <laughs> pit bull. Pit bull. Yeah, true. Mister Worldwide. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I could pull it off and make it disco if there were like sheer mag disco remixes. But I mm. will say, in preparation, because we try when we have musicians on to like feed them a little bit of the internet culture like doing something with their music. And we always try to find like um, nightcore remixes of the artist. And I searched sheer mag nightcore into YouTube and I could not find anything. Wow. That's the first, I think that's that's the first time we've had a guest on and we haven't been able to find a nightcore remix. No, I I think it's happened a couple other times, but we didn't organically get around to talking about it. So it didn't, I see. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't brought up. Cause I I guess every time it's been brought up, We've been able to find something, but no Bill Bear Nightcore, no Tim no Kinsella Nightcore. <laughs> There's true. no Tim Kinsella Nightcore because his brother's more memeable. That's true. Well, you have to probably you ha- probably have to look like at Captain Jazz Nightcore or something. Mm, true, right. American. Well, I imagine. American but, yeah, but yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find any Sheer Mag Nightcore, which kind of bothers me. So I want to implore our listeners that with the creative touch, if you're out there. Create some sheer mag nightcore because the world needs it right now. We should pay that guy on Fiverr. What is it? What? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> what a so great night- opportunity nightcore. to tell you. <laughs> right. Uh, Aaron, why don't you feel this? Because I feel like your description to David Paho was really okay. outstanding. Yeah, we've had to explain nightcore to uh, almost all of our guests who have encountered it. Um, so it's, it's a remix genre i think i think it's based in remixes um but it's kind of like an anime thing where you take the song and you like speed it up like 150 percent 200 percent pitch shift it up and um sometimes that's just it you just pitch it up and it's just like a faster higher pitch version of the song like almost like a chipmunks thing but it's like an anime anime aesthetic um but the yeah. real high quality <laughs> ones they do another, they like add like another vocal, like they'll, they'll do the vocals themselves like a cover. So it's like a nightmore, nightcore remix, but like with an anime vocal over it. So and they like remixify it a bit more, like yeah. add like cool shit. Yeah. They'll, yeah. They'll redo the, you know, instrumentation and stuff. So it's a great subgenre because the ceiling mm-hmm. is really high in terms of quality. Like you have some really amazing, like, people spend some time on this, but also the floor is so low to get in where all you have to do is just bring it into your DAW and, and speed up the time 150% and, and you're done. So it's, it's also really easy most of the time to find a remix of like literally any song because it's so easy to do. So well, um, it's yeah. hard though, because sometimes you'll search like a specific song title, but there's like one of the words in the song is such like, a, like a, 
commonly used keyword and you'll pull up things that have the same title and you have to listen because then there's like you think it's the right song but then it's like some anime song that you've never heard that's also called like like the wheels fall off or something you know <laughs> just some like generic title yeah i don't know it's like, but, you know it's like crate <laughs> digging yeah it's, yeah it's uh but on youtube it can be great and it can be terrible and what i love about it is people make it for everything. So it's like, right. you never know until you search it, but I'd like to see more. I'm sure there is sheer mag nightcore, like probably on SoundCloud. I only looked on YouTube, Yeah, but there's a lot of places. It's kind of hard. <laughs> um, it's a really beautiful art form and we love to, <laughs> we, <laughs> we love to give it as, as much exposure as we can. I regret ever asking. <laughs> yeah, because we're passionate um, about it. That's the problem. Now, now every time someone makes one, we're going to send it to you. <laughs> yes, for yeah. If if dear listener, commitment, now. dear listener, if you are so struck by inspiration to make a sheer mag nightcore version, we will DM it to Tina and make her listen to it. And, right. and we will we record make, the reaction. We can't make anyone. <laughs> we can't make anyone do anything, but we'll, you know, we'll pass along the info, yeah. you know, no guarantees that it gets heard. I'll hear it. I'll listen. Yes. So that if you, if you want one listen, at least send mm. it my way. Jeff will I'll say, I'll give it the thumbs up. Like if you put it on YouTube, okay. but if you put it on SoundCloud, I'm not fucking finding it. So sorry. But yeah, Nightcore, man. I almost feel like we have to show you some nightcore as like a as like a reference point so you like really get it like just drill it through well let's let tina pick what artist yeah give us an experience. artist give us any artist literally who any artist you, who are you vibing uh let's you, you guys they got any linda ronstadt probably <laughs> let's take a look probably. i bet so i can make that i got some linda ronstadt lps i got from my mom when i took all of the the classic records from my parents. My parents were pissed that like my mom, I have her uh her like vintage uh techniques turntable like direct drive from the uh 70s and she didn't want to give it to me and their records, but they were just sitting in the garage. I was like, "But you don't use it and I want to I want to use it like every day. So let me have it." And I convinced them. But I did get a lot of classic records that I may not have purchased on my own that I'm happy to own, which is kind of sick. I found somewhere my, uh, out there in Nightcore. Oh, yeah. It has 3K views. Let's check it. Wait, hold on one sec. It's also an Android screen recording. Yes, that is sick. Oh. That rolls. I like it. Batteries on 8%. <laughs> <laughs> they they spent a- their last battery charge to make this Nightcore remix. That's you know, beautiful. when your batteries... When your battery is like really low like that and you're doing a screen recording, it's kind of like when you're running out of film and you're yeah. making a movie. Yeah. This it is was, on your last so they, they had. You're on your last the battery was low and they're like, how do I record this? If I try to render and export, it'll kill my battery. So I'll just screen record yeah. and it doesn't have to go through any rendering process. Okay, here we go. I hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if it remixes. Like, does it jump ahead a little? Does it does it add any like like cool? Uh, it's just hell. like sped up. 
it's not the, the problem with it is is it's too it's too epic of a slow song yeah the it's best, too epic of a slow song like speeding it up hurts it i know? agree the best nightcore song best songs for nightcore like have a good beat to them like you kind of right. turn it into a dance club song with the night okay well how about they, they got uh how about like sylvester or something okay that could be cool <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about what it would sound like it's fun because it's like you have your vision of what it might sound like and then you listen and you're like they fucked it up this isn't the way it's supposed to be i hear it in my head you make me feel and mighty real yeah, that's it okay here we go this one looks crazy. I found the exact same one here, and it's got like a, a watercolor anime girl on it. Yeah. These are these are cool because they have like 8,000 views. Usually the ones we find have like 10 views. Like no one has seen them. Some real. <laughs> I almost like that because we're like, we're like premiering it. Yeah. You know? It's great. Okay, here we go. Yeah, this is like Sonic the Hedgehog. Reminds me of Sonic. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Was there? Are they doing like a like a filter cutoff thing there? This is sick. It's got one comment. I would listen to this Thank like you. I would I would listen to this regularly. That's pretty sick, but you know it's a it's a deep deep critique of society as a whole now because you know we don't we don't have time like we used to. I mean, back in the day, you know, you maybe get to read a book, um, but otherwise you were working on the farm all day. And you know now we have all this time, but we think we don't, and so they speed up the songs so you can listen to them faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, soon we're probably going to get to a point where you can listen to two songs at the same time because you got two ears. It's probably what's it's next. Like- Nightcore is for people that listen to their podcasts on double speed so they can listen to two in the same commute. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Wow. That was pretty sick, though. I feel like that sounded like when I didn't get a COVID shot, but I also still take Adderall. Mm. Like, that's what regular sound sounds like. Yeah. And now you're just listening to normal Sylvester. Well, because I'm vaccinated, yeah. Because you were you woke up and you were, you were Sylvester slowed and reverbed. Right. Dude. I, and you I was wanted t- to be Sylvester Nightcore. I was a TikTok sound clip of Sylvester. Right. Slowed mm. reverb. Yeah. Uh, viral, yeah. you know. That's beautiful, Jeff. I know. I, I paused to rip the uh, the bowl. The proverbial bowl. Because now the Adderall is working too much. I wonder if there's like any like... Sylvester slowed 400% like and turned into like an ambient. Probably. Because that's oh, one yeah. of my favorites. Like the Justin Bieber slowed 400%. Oh. That's like one of the best ambient videos of all time. So yeah, th- that's the two, that's the two ends of the spectrum of like remixes now is you have Nightcore, which is like extra fast, like sped up, <laughs> hyper, and you have slowed plus reverb. 
which it just no, sounds exactly like Aaron, what it sounds like. But Aaron, are you not familiar that there's a decor genre? Decor. I don't know if I've decor heard of that. exists. Decor is like it's not <clears throat> slowed 400% to become like ambient, but it is like a slowed like de- I think it's like the demonic kind mm. of versions where it's like slowed enough to still be like like the vocals are still recognizable as lyrics. It's not that slow, but it's like it's like tuned down enough where it's like demonic, Damn. you know, de- there you decor. Go. Well, I thought you just smoked weed to make yourself less high like from the Adderall, now you're just chugging Red Bull over there. <laughs> I'm Jeff's just Jeff, like highly pop- medicated. Jeff is spin- very, uh, spinning plates of uh, stimulation yeah. right now. I have a very regimented um, routine for the podcast, and it's all about balance. It's like definitely not safe, but it's all about balance. Like, oh, I took too much of this. Now I need to take some of this, you know. Um, don't recommend it. That's why we don't include the visual component of the podcast. Cause we, I don't, I don't need people being like, I saw it safe. We just describe it me. in detail as it happens. Yeah. <laughs> people can make their own you know. visuals. Yeah. But they're not, they don't, they're not seeing the dosage, you know, they don't know right. how, how big that sip of Red Bull was. <laughs> and it's, it is the watermelon Red Bull for all, all the people out there that want to get it right. <laughs> it's good. I recommend 10 on 10. No. For anyone uh, making our Wikipedia for this episode, jotting down every little detail, it was a watermelon Red Bull. What, what does Jeff consume yeah. during? Are you vaping also? I'm vaping, yeah. I'm putting it's, everything bad into my body. It's just nonstop. I just want to make sure that the, that the vaccine can handle my real life, you know? Because yeah. I don't want to like stop doing all this stuff and the vaccine thinks that I'm fine. And then I go back to my normal routine in two days and it's like, no, you're not supposed to do that. I don't think that's how it works. (laughs) I know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Tina, please, please (laughs) let me have this. Um, But yeah. So, oh man, now the Red Bull is hitting. Well, I was going to, I was going to ask you to, Sheermag just put out a new song for that Hulu show. Yeah. Crush Velvet. It's actually so fucking sick. I've been vibing it since you guys released. Um, but I haven't watched the show yet. It's a movie. You, it's a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a movie. Uh, Jeff did his research. Well, I looked it up and the name is fucking sick. The ultimate playlist of noise. It's like, Dude, it's sick. Cause they gave me this shit. Like it's a, they like sent us like a like a package like each of us for the premiere or something, and they sent me one of these babies. Ooh, oh, hell oh, yeah. shit! It's like a cassette player. That's yeah. sick. Well, and a recorder wow. too. It's like it's like classic. Yeah, that shit is fucking awesome. I I like Hulu, man. I've been watching Pen Fifteen. Like I like their original content. My only problem with Hulu is the uh, the interface like when i want to like rewind one second oh I god click back it's once so annoying and it goes back like four minutes and i'm like man it's so that's the one thing that about hulu that annoys me otherwise it would be as smooth as like every other like it's true place but their original content is better than like most of the netflix shit honestly mm-hmm. yeah well some like, like this song okay like i got it was just funny because on our instagram no one ever comments and i never post anything and i just like 
posted like listen to this song and this guy's like hey I'm a big it's just like a big fan but like honestly this I just hope this isn't what you're doing now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, oh god what you mean like being a band that appears on fucking like things that people are watching yeah we don't want to be that down, sir. sorry yeah, sir sorry. I will be <laughs> retracting my song from the show it's like said yeah so. we're a real band we only post music on Bandcamp. you know we're not in it for we're only in it for Bandcamp fridays you know <laughs> sorry sir dude i mean it's literally i don't know any artist that wouldn't want to like appear on like a soundtrack it's like more it's more pe- people getting to hear you i mean you honestly, we've been offered shit we've like never done it before and it's just like yeah we just we're like it's a fucking pandemic and we're not touring and we have no money exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying and it's like and you guys are supposed yeah. to be a fictional band that like you know i don't know it's a it's like a it's a song that was supposed to be like a fake band that just for this fucking movie so it's like we're obviously not going to put our own narrative of our like normal songs to that you know i don't know it was just funny that's like this is fun but it's just you always got one guy who comments on your instagram and pisses you the fuck off that's why the internet it's like man people just and the problem is, is that person sent that probably just to get a reply because they're like a Sheer Mag fan. And they're like, oh, the singer Sheer Mag replied to me. They like saw me. I feel seen, you know. They just want me to get That's... fucking enraged. Dude, I, I mean. enraged at the drop of a hat, but come on. <laughs> you need like. That's how you know they're a real fan. They want to see you so mad. They want to yeah. upset you. We need you. like. We need a Sheer, yeah. a sheer Mag EP that's just like all the the lyrics are fueled by like the fucking internet people that suck and it's like it's called like the fuck you ep or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know something more creative than that but <laughs> i got this one email from this i think it must have just been like a 60 year old like south philly like italian dude who like I somehow stumbled upon like our music and then I guess he he listened to some some like YouTube video where I make fun of fi- people from Philly like saying they're like ugly or something. <laughs> I mean it, it is like a really horribly misspelled email that's just like not cool to make fun of Philly. I'm a South Philly guy, like you lost a fan, and I was just like, I'm really sorry. I actually did reply to that and I was like, I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> That's actually fucking awesome. That's like, that's that's how you win though. When you get like hate mail, that's funny to you, you know. I I I, I think you just didn't understand that, I, like that I was just joking around. I think it was like <laughs> I said like we live in Philly because we, if we lived in New York, we would all be like threes, and in Philly, we're all like eights or nines. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's he's like, like <laughs> he's like I resent I resent that. Uh, I'll I'm take one pl- one plain pizza. <laughs> Isn't that like a Philly thing? Like calling it like plain instead of cheese, like pizza. I say plain. I'm from New York. You're hmm. I'm from Florida. Jeff's so trying to create some know. sort of narrative right here that just well, is feel, not true. I feel like it was explained to me by uh, by my friends that live in Philly that were also from Florida. How like calling things like plain is like a very like 
Pennsylvania thing or yeah. like, you know, bagels they're untoasted. They're mm. <laughs> well, bagels yeah. and pizza here is are fucking horrible. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I went to some some bagel place in Philly that was kind of good. It was like the bagels were like mini and it didn't have like tables or anything. You just stand. That's because you're from Florida. Dude, I worked at a bagel place in high school that was like a massive bagel chain, like Einstein's bagels. So what the fuck do I know? You know, I don't know shit. <laughs> but I also am vegan. So I, I feel like I don't eat like the true best of New York, like cuisine that they have to offer. Like I'm limited, you know? Which is fine. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't give a shit about Shake Shack or uh, whatever the fuck else people like to eat here. I'm fine with my Red Bull and Adderall. Thank you very much. The yeah. vegan diet. <laughs> the vegan diet. Yeah, you're just oh, man. Care of your body, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I gotta I, I gotta check out that movie. Like the name, it sounds like it's like a a documentary about like insane Johnny or something. <laughs> the title. It's secret. The ultimate playlist of noise. <laughs> it's just like a teen making a playlist. Uh, it's all, it's like dramatic. <laughs> I'm into that. I'll True. watch anything. Yeah, me too. I was watching I'm the like, season where they go to Italy yesterday. It's fucking sick. Which show was it? The Jersey Shore. When they go to oh. Italy. I hear that shit's good. Like I watched a couple real world seasons when I was like in high school and I was like down with it. But the most recent show like that, I watched that like Netflix. Um, what was it called? The one where they're like all isolated in a room and they're all, they all communicate through like a social media platform. The circle. Yeah. That shit was pretty cool. So psycho. I fucked with it. I was like, I would be on this cause you get to be a catfish if you want. I don't know. It's kind of cool. That show is fucked up. You should watch Love is Blind. That one's fucked up. Love oh, is Blind. Did you guys watch that? Aaron, didn't, weren't you talking about that once? No, Love is Blind? I haven't seen that. I think I've heard of it, though. What's, that's what's where that they one? get married, but they can't see each other or something? Yeah, they like all talk in weird like, r- rooms with like a... It's like a fucking foggy mirror, like foggy window in between them. Oh, my God. All like, that's all they do is they're just isolated completely with like the their gender or whatever and then they have the date time uh-huh they like can talk to each other but not see each other yeah but they're all extremely hot so what's the fucking point of the show just is it's a it's if the concept is like about not of love being blind then why is everyone so hot? right i know and everyone looks the same or something like same exact like proportions. I don't know. I like, that's what I kind of liked about the circle one is like the people that were catfishing, not only were they not like who they were saying they were, but they weren't just like conventionally attractive bullshit. Like they put like everybody, like I was like, I could be on this, you know, like it would be fun. Um, and I could say, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do the catfish thing. I think I would be me, but they would think I was a catfish. How much work to catfish, you know? Yeah. And, you know, they all like I like that one dude who used like his girlfriend. He got really far. I forget. Seabreeze or whatever. Seahorn. That guy was cool. (laughs) He was cool. I liked him. It's fucking weird to catfish as your girlfriend. Oh, so weird. That's very weird. Like and, and it's almost it's almost like be, it's it's less weird to just find some randos pictures and use those that you don't know. 
It's weirder to like use your cosplaying as his own girlfriend. That's very bizarre. Yeah. And like, um, it was. It's like he's, he's probably only going to be known for that. Like, I'm sure that's going to be their only like claim to fame. So they're going to have like a Wikipedia page, and they're only like celebrity. Like, the only reason people know who they are is because they pretended to be their girlfriend on one season of The Circle. And that's going to exist forever on Wikipedia. That's like insane to me. What a waste of our my three dollar donation to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Server what you're funding. I I paid for Seabreeze's so like sole page. Like yeah. it cost three dollars to run that. Yeah. Uh, I actually sent fifteen. I'm gonna big up myself. Fuck fuck whoever sends three dollars. I like <laughs> you know. I went above and beyond for Wiki. I use them often. Jeff's dropping the whole paycheck uh, on the Wikipedia donations. Dude, Jeff's, Jeff's, Jeff's dropping literally. the stimulus check. <laughs> when that next stimmy, the, stimmy hits, he's dropping it all on Wikipedia. Dude, I wish I wish I could afford that. That's that's fifteen. <laughs> that's $15 for 10 months. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, it's less because it's $1,200. What's the next stim check going to be? We're not, we're not getting another stimulus know. check, dude. Stop dreaming. So. Stop dreaming, dude. It's not happening. I'm happy I got the shot. I'm, I'm good with that, yeah. you know. So if Enough people get that, I'll, I'll be able to work again and make real money. Right. Check check this shit out. So we got we got Need to Feel Your Love in Ableton right now. We're doing a slowed and reverb on this real quick. So. Oh, wow. Okay, live edit. Yeah. Um, we're going to have Valhalla. Her reverb right here. Got the vintage verb. Got it as sixty wow. percent mix right here, but we could. I think it sounds pretty good right here. You just listen to this shit. I don't hear anything. Oh, you <laughs> don't. Either. Damn, nah. I was blissed out, dog. You best. Say, I, I, you I, best be recording heard, this locally because I I don't have access to this, dude. Oh shit. I heard, I heard okay, a yeah. little sound in the background, so I knew oh. it was playing for you, but not yeah, for let me, me. Let me render it because it'll let me play it better. So. I'm going to do that real quick. I'm going <laughs> to render it. Because if I don't do that, we're going to lose it. And that's just not worth it. In hate, the meantime, Tina, I, Keep going. I, wanted, I wanted to mention that Sheermag is kind of in some way responsible for this podcast existing. Because Jacob and I's first collaboration of many was a Sheermag meme a couple of years ago. That's true. Was it the hack guy from Stranger Things one? No, that one was a solo one. I made that one myself. <laughs> Nice. That's true. It was the Finn Ours, Lizzie one, and I really honestly never listened to Finn Lizzie at all. I only listened to you guys. But Jeff told me that you guys sound like Finn Lizzie, and I'm like, well, that sounds like a good meme. Well, no, no. The joke <laughs> is that that's how the majority of people at the time were describing it, even though it's like, it's like, you know, a little bit, but people talk about it. It's like, it's like people talking about like Algernon Cadwallader and being like, oh, they're just capping jazz. It's like, the stereotype of people being so dramatic about bands sounding exactly the same when there's like clearly influence, but it's not. I don't yeah. know. No matter what, somebody's gonna like compare you to a yeah, just a band. So I was like, I'm fine with Thin Lizzy. Dude, of course. It's a huge banger. I honestly though, I don't have a single Thin Lizzy album. I have every <laughs> Sheermag album. Except for, I haven't bought a copy of your newest record just because I think that, like, didn't it come out, like, last year during COVID? 2019, right 2019. It was 2019, really? Okay. But I know I didn't go to a record store yet, so I didn't get to buy it. But I have the I have Sheer Mag 1 tape, Sheer Mag 2 tape, Sheer Mag 3 tape, and the record that came after that on, on some wax. But I haven't gotten the newest one yet. 
even though it literally has the best cover of all time, it reminds me of like Manila Road. Yeah, we well that dude um fuck Robert Beatty. Yeah, he made the Damon Paul record cover that everybody always makes fun of. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the bed set cover. <laughs> Jacob, that's yeah. kind of brave for you to admit that you're a fake fan. Uh, you don't own you don't own all the records. I don't uh, own this one yet. I haven't bought it yet. Yeah, <laughs> but I got the I got the Dripper World uh, Sheer Mag shirt. Got that thing uh, unlocked. I, I love prize possession. Nobody that one sold out. So if you I if miss- you're looking for it. Message me and I'll cut you a deal for $3,000. Or message we'll me the, and I'll give you Jacob's address and the times we'll, when they're out of their apartment. We'll, put the, uh, we'll, we'll share the link to Jacob's Depop in the uh, episode <laughs> notes. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to grow. At least if you're not going to buy it, at least follow. You know, We're uh, trying to grow Jacob's Depop platform. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I really need uh, some more people it's, to it's, check that out. It's buy, buy my docs off me. Uh, at buy, buy my, my docs do- off me. <laughs> That's great. Um, Jacob, you got the, you got the music local. Yeah. It's crazy. It sounds like, um, like, like mechanical stuff almost. It's okay. Let's see if this works. It's hard to describe until you hear it. All right. Here we go. Oh yeah. We hear it. Yeah. This is sick. It's definitely industrial. It's like a deep ambience with a little bit of glitch in it. I think that's the MP3 artifacts. I like it. It's like vaporwave, so, kind of. I would say, let's call this a decor. We'll, we'll call it the decor remix. I just couldn't let there not be one. You know what I mean? There right. had to be something. Even if it was something that I threw together in Ableton really quick. That's all you need to like do, necessary. You can see I was thinking about adding a 909 and making it a uh, nightcore, but then I decided that'd be bad because mm. I tried to do it and it sounded insane. <laughs> you guys should, you guys should like nice. release that as like a remix, and that could be on se- on season four of Twin Peaks. I think. Yes. Yeah. Sounded Twin Peaks. You're like, dude. I'm so disappointed in you guys. <laughs> I hope this isn't the new direction you're taking. <laughs> that's David Lynch is going to be like, it's magic though. It's magic. And that's all that, that'll, the that guy's going to be like, I hate away. surrealism. I only want literal imagery. No symbolism. Stop it. Oh, and you're man. like, sorry. Sorry. Dude. That, whoever that guy is, man. He, that guy out there, man. Fuck you. Yeah, he's got like a Guy Fox hat and a fucking fedora on, and he's a like Guy Fox hat, a Guy Fox mask and, and a fedora, fedora? And, and, and he like silently <laughs> removes the sheer mag pin from the side of the fedora. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like, I just can't, I just can't anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, man. People are so shitty. <laughs> they need it. Pe- people need the internet removed. They need to be. They need it taken away. A lot of them. Well, you know? they're mm. the main character, but I'm the main character. Is, That's right. Is, what if What if we find out that the guy that emailed you that it's like Mike Wendell, the My Pillow guy, or something? Yeah, that'd be cool though. He's like, I can no longer stand by this. Uh, when I'm doing crack, it doesn't move fast enough for me. You know. <laughs> Does Mike Wendell do crack? He's like an ex cocaine crackhead, like ex as in like a few years ago, like 
hit rock bottom, <laughs> like publicly. Not in the middle of the any, my pillow any, campaign. While it was while it was a company, yeah. Wow. But um, I you know I'm not shaming addiction because clearly addiction <laughs> addiction is a terrible thing and real and you know hurts millions. But it's the pillow also, salesmanship that we don't condone here. We don't like yeah. people selling yeah. pillows like that. And you know he likes being comfortable with his head on a pillow. Like maybe it would be best if he slept forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I don't condone it, but it seems like if it's that comfortable of a pillow, why lift your head ever again? You know what I Wasn't mean? That's so true. Wasn't he like the 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 tech consultant or something? He's no, so- he's the founder. He's the CEO. Yeah. I know, but like, wasn't he like the tech consultant for Donald Trump or something? Yeah, well, he's being sued over election fraud claims right now. That's, I think that's why everybody keeps talking about him. Yeah, he had that well, three-hour documentary come out. Him. And Trump had been pushing for years for him to become like the like the governor or senator of Michigan so he could like place a non-politician in to like have a voice and like support Trump. Hmm. So he's trying to like make him into a politician, but he's got too many skeletons in his closet and he's Hmm. got too much mania. Too many pillows on his bed, dude. He has a a website that's Michael... Whatever, Liddell. Lindell, Lindell, or whatever. Yeah, it uh, it's just says absolute proof, and it's like a it's a just a trailer for a movie about how Trump won the election. I guess. Yeah, I I, um, I gotta say, I I cannot get mad at some of the conservatives for securing the bag on the on the stolen election content. I mean, if you're gonna do it, don't do it on social media. Make a movie and sell tickets. You know what I mean? Get some money off of it. So good job to them for securing the bag. He's got the DVD now available. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I love that you can buy his memoir for nine ninety seven. Ninety seven, <laughs> dude. That that's a you clearance know, price right there. That's a Kmart like, price. Let's crowdsource enough money <laughs> to buy the DVD, and then we'll review. We'll we'll do a live commentary like on a Patreon episode. Oh god, we'll watch no, it. absolutely not. I already watched a oh, live no. watch along, and it's really it's not good. Oh, it's bad. It's a slog. Yeah, I Aaron, love that they have, did. You uh, recorded your reactions. <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just oh. playing Hades or something on my Switch. I wasn't even. Really the memoir is called "From Crack Addict to CEO." That's what I'm saying. Yo, it's like, uh, it's like goth to boss on the IT crowd. It's, I don't know. Do you remember I, that? You know, it's goth to boss. <laughs> it's just a title. It's a title that a lot of Americans can relate to. So these days, so it's like you know sell it you know a more realistic name would be like from crackhead to local bar owner would be like more realistic hmm. you know in bush like this check this out uh, from the it crowd where are you going is it to the top if not why not go to the bloody i would love if this is, is the one thing that finally gets this flag of any subculture with the exception of traffic wardens that's why you don't see any goth traffic wardens that will be a deadly combination we at Goss to Boss work with Goths at various locations around the UK to bring out their hidden potential by encouraging them to engage in everyday, healthy pursuits such as sports, mixing with other humans, extended laughter sessions, 
introducing colour to your wardrobe. Just look at these results. This is Debbie. She used to hang around railway stations with her hands in her sleeves. Now she's a lifeguard in Mumbai. From golf to boss, you know it makes sense. Unless you're not a golf. In which case, from golf to boss. Remember the name. It is like from golf to boss. If from golf to boss. Meant, if golf meant crackhead. <laughs> well, it's, it's more of the from one thing to another. You know what I mean? It's the translation of well, counterculture think, to CEO. You know what I well, mean? Well, I fu- I follow um, Mike. Uh, I, well, it's not called follow. I'm, I'm friends with Mike on uh, on MySpace and in his 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 little uh, t- TV show category on the uh, the left hand side. The only thing listed is the IT crowd. So I feel like maybe he got heavy inspiration from crackhead yeah. to pillowhead. Yeah. Back in the to early days, head. my MySpace, my favorite band was uh, Vince Sevenfold on there. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Let's fucking go, dude. School. I was just like, yo, look, yeah, look at that picture of him. He looks so sneaky. He's like at the White House on his phone and he's like hiding behind a column outside. You know, like there's like those pathways that they take pictures of people walking around the White House. That's from when he went to, that's from like, like after the sixth, he like went to the White House. (laughs) He was like meeting with Trump and they were like, they were like, oh, he has Trump is doing nothing, but he has a meeting with the MyPillow guy. And he was like secretly there. You know what he is? Literally, he's um, do you guys remember the Sleepy Horse mattress skit from Tim and Eric? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we I, I, I want to pull that up because that's literally him. He has the same mustache. Oh, yeah. Exact same vibe. Um, lazy Horse mattress in bed. Oh, Lazy Horse. I, I, I searched Sleepy Horse. And there's yeah. lots of very adorable looking videos of horses sleeping. Do, that so sounds I'm like an upstate New York it's bar. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to bookmark this for later so I can watch some adorable horse videos. So yeah, lazy, lazy horse. You'll hit the hay. Yeah. <laughs> lazy horse sounds right. like a decor remix of the hundred gex song stupid horse. <laughs> yeah. It's the decor it's remix exactly, of stupid exactly. horse. Exactly. Lazy horse. <laughs> Here we go. Aww. Hi. I'm Paul it Willow is from It literally horse looks just like him. And betting supply. And I guarantee you'll hit the hay the second that your head hits the matter. <laughs> it's lit. It's, it's Mike actually, Lindell when, it the, when the crack wears off. Yeah. <laughs> oh. This is what he sees when he sleeps. Yeah, t- t- turn this down a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it up. So loud. I'm a demon. This is what he sees every night. Dude, someone needs to mash this up with with actually him. Like, someone needs to mash it up. I can't believe I haven't seen that. I feel like that's, like, the first it thing I thought exist. of. That anyway, got me Aaron, please, please do this when you have time. <laughs> yeah. I think Mike Lindell washes this cast iron skillet with soap and water. You think that motherfucker Dude, owns a how, cast iron skillet? I think Are you he, kidding I think me? he scrubs it with steel wool. <laughs> that's how you're supposed to do it, right? <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep it oh, real shit. dry. I, ha- I have to go take something out of the sink real quick, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it's seasoned. Uh, oh. When you get that rust all over it, that's called the mm, seasoning. That's the seasoning. Mm-hmm. 
delicious. I like that. It adds a nice it's metallic uh, de- tetanus flavor to your dishes. Delicious. It's, it's delicious. well, when you're vegan, you have to get iron in your, that's right. in your diet somehow. Yeah, that's right, Jeff. How do you season a, a cast iron st- skillet as a vegan? Um, with nutritional Coconut yeast, oil? right? You, nutritional yeast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nutritional yeast and uh, earth balance, right? Yeah, mm, I like the idea of seasoning with earth balance. It's <laughs> good. You just you just coat everything in earth balance. Earth balance um, is good though. That shit lasts forever. It's like oh, yeah, a never-ending because it's, it's. I think it's just vegetable oil. Yeah, it's like margarine. It it's vegetable oil. Yeah, it's oil. Yeah. It's probably not. They good. really. It's like, I don't know. I put it on toast. You know, it's good. Mm. They, uh, they managed to toast. spin margarine in a different way because I feel like from the South, like margarine, it just means that, like that's like the really shitty butter that you're going to put on your rolls that you got from Walmart. And that's what it was when I was growing up. But then you get into, you know, you go up, you cross the Mason-Dixon line and all of a sudden margarine is like this health food <laughs> the Mason with uh, earth balance. And that's insane. I think that's pretty incredible. That's yeah, all I had to I say mean- on the matter. It's the same with pop, right? They call mm-hmm. d- doesn't the South call all all soda Coke, and then like the Northeast or the Midwest is pop. Midwest. I just yeah. call everything. I call everything soda. Like it's just soda to me. Soda, yeah. Northeast coastal soda. My family lives in Michigan. One half of my family, and it's pop. And Canada, very, very endearing. Right? I guess so. Yeah, it's like north north Midwest thing. And then, yeah, they call everything Coke, I guess, in the South. It's fucking weird. It's like, I'll have a Coke. What kind? Sunkissed. It's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Damn. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. What's on that note card, Jeff? I saw a note card peeping up. So the note card, it's half. It's it's the top half is the end mm-hmm. of Josiah's notes. And then the bottom half are just things to like keywords yeah. If they come up. Vocab the, uh, You're trying to memorize some vocab words, right? Well, I wrote down the name of the Hulu movie to oh, talk yeah. about. So nice. this is so everybody knows that I, uh, my brain doesn't store all of the information all of the time. Um, Death's brain also, is just Ram. There's no storage in there. It's just Ram. Yeah. Death has to load it's up. It's just Ram. <laughs> it just does not last. Yeah, man. I mean, I fucked up. I have the Intel chip. I should have waited. I know. <laughs> I should have waited to be born for the M1. I know, dude. But uh, but the other the, one of the notes. So I have on this. I was going to ask about like Tina, them like you guys you, being played as like the walkout music for the Bernie rally because that shit was fucking very sick. As all of us had very high hopes at the time for. Yeah. I mean, Bernie. I have no fucking idea how that happened, but apparently it like was one of like, like he played that ACDC song that is his like song or whatever. They, and then they played our song and then they just played the ACDC song again. <laughs> so we only played like two songs and one of them was ours. So that's sick. That's this sick. Is it all, is fucking sick. All, like we're, my friend who was like there told me this. So wow. You know, yeah, it was, it was in Queens, right? I don't, I don't know anything, but Bernie but, uh, could have gone a lot of ways. He could have been a, like a fish head or something instead of a, a hard rock diehard. But it turns out that's how he's he is. from Vermont. Isn't fish yeah. fish is like from Vermont? Yeah, that's where Bernie, he could have gone. <laughs> There's a break needed- about that song also. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Wow. What? Look it up. I what bet it- it- I'm going to look this up. 
What's the controversy? It's just like these radical leftists are making that kind of music we should be making, but for- <laughs> 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 so pretty much what they said was the song low key fucking ruled. Yeah, I mean that is good. It's really funny. <laughs> He's like, it's really good. I wish someone on the right wrote it. Hint, hint. People start ripping off Sheer Mag. <laughs> Fuck up, man. Oh, yeah. You, you're in a... This is a... It's literally the article is called 10 Great Songs from 2017. And they have Expect the Bayonet. And they also have Tanya Harding by Sufjan Stevens in here. Whoa, that's so off one, too. There's this one person on uh, Breitbart who's still got finger on the pulse, has been listening to <laughs> some music got for finger years. On some sort of pulse. When a when a little conservative, it does seem, but the thing still is, can get the, the appreciation is, out there. The the problem is, if Pitchfork would just give him a staff job, he wouldn't have to freelance to anyone that would publish his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, pitchfork. Come on, Condé Nast. Imagine being staff, a culture reporter. Gigs. Imagine being a fucking culture reporter for Breitbart, dude. Are you kidding me? He says, "Who boy, am I gonna get some heat for this one?" <laughs> <laughs> this song is quite literally dude. an anthem for nonviolent revolution from the world of Antifa punch all Nazis, Leninist LARPing, <laughs> and conceding that it's a perfect example of how to do political music, a reminder that the left has sorely needed since forever ago. Oh God. And a beginner's guide for the right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. He, well, he said, never forget this cringy abomination from Adam McKay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get your next Instagram commenter. is going to be like, Hey, I found you on Breitbart. You guys rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on Bandcamp, you can like look at, uh, on the stats, you can like see what website they like got to you from. Yeah, how many clicks we got from Breitbart? It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh my god! You guys god. need to like put like a subliminal message under like all of the audio and your next single. That's like fuck the right, fuck the right. If you find this through the right, you're not really right. You're left. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna look up this guy, Ezra Doulis. Deputy Managing Editor of Breitbart News. Wow. What when, else is this motherfucker When we motherfucker list him in written? the notes, you're going to have to put like an asterisk in the E. Yeah. <laughs> e he was asterisk. writing about Bitcoin. A lot of Bitcoin articles. And then also some great hit Christian hip hop from 2020. I found his muckrack.com, which I don't really know what that is. But his, his bio is Jesus is my master. Yo. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Saturday Night Live goes four Bitcoin. weeks without Biden or Harris in a sketch. Some hard hitting cultural journalism there. That's pretty strong. <laughs> um, he's really got his finger to the pulse of oh, what so, the people want. Uh, he did some great Christian hip hop from 2020. <laughs> it's just like just like Kanye's new like album. Yeah, it's from, just like, Kanye's new game. work. Yeah. Um. I don't this know. guy's all I over the place. Maybe maybe this guy yeah. doesn't deserve doesn't deserve all of our uh, our shouts. <laughs> you know that's a that's a good point, but I don't think there's really anybody who's who's tackling like Christian hip hop in the way this guy is. I mean, he he puts a lot of that's work true. into it, and I feel like despite the politics, you can put him aside just for the Christian hip hop fans. 
Are there, so. is there any, like, what's the most famous or popular Christian hip hop music, like journalism publication? Does, is uh, there like a, is yeah. there like a site that exists solely for that? Let, I'll look that, I'll look that up. He also does have an article further down that says nine Christian hip hop albums to, to hear after Jesus is King. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. It's, I love how like all the Trump people jumped on Kanye like right after he was doing that whole like photo sh- photo op with him, and then he made the Jesus is King. All these people are like, "Oh yeah, Kanye is one of us now." Like, let's report on him. He, what would you is, call? He your is kind of like one of them now because na- now he's about to be divorced, so he is kind of like them. Yes, you know? all the divorced guys are gonna gonna love his new divorce themed album. Divorced. That's going to be his platform for 2024, the divorced party. <laughs> what would you call your Christian hip hop publication? Me? Um, yeah. I would call it. Hold on, give me a second. Top 15 Christian uh, hip hop blogs and websites to follow in 2021. I, I would call it Risen to the Top. <laughs> nice. I, th- I think. No, that's, that's a working title. I think if, with mm. time. Uh, once, once the COVID, the COVID vaccine isn't fucking with my head, I'll be able to come up with something better. Yeah. yeah. But, um, there's a bunch apparently here. It's a good scapegoat, Jeff. Yeah. It's my, it's, it's my, it's, it's my go-to <laughs> excuse right now. <laughs> so the number one, anything wrong. the number one Christian hip hop website is called rapzilla.com. It's the most visited oh. Christian hip hop website in the world. It is dedicated to promoting hip hop artists that promote Christ. That's beautiful. Hmm. But isn't like, wouldn't Godzilla be like a Satanist, like demonic figure? So to have any type of Zilla or what does Zilla mean? Cause there's Mozilla. Like, what is it? Act, what's that? Like, uh, suffix mean. Pretty sure it's a dinosaur thing because Mozilla has like a dinosaur as their logo. So I just went oh, to yeah. rapzilla.com and the first mm-hmm. article on their website is very reassuring. 10 overused Christian rap cliches and lines. Okay. So what, are they, their content is, <laughs> is talking about how rote their material is. That's their first oh. article. That's Zilla is is just a back formation derived from the English name of the Japanese movie Godzilla. So it's just used as the the end of it. Godzilla, exactly. So yeah. it's, it's it's demonic probably, which I support for a Christian website. Mm. There was um, a pigzilla, apparently a large feral pig or possible hoax shot in 2007 in Alabama. Yeah. Oh wow! You're from, Huge Al- you're from Alabama, Jacob. You're crazy from Alabama. ass size pig. Yeah, it's true. You ever see anything like that down there? Pigzilla? Nah, never saw that. Unless you call, you know. We gotta go. We Some gotta fat do cops, though. Some fat cops. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a lot of those. <laughs> seen a lot of pigzillas. Um, dude, I fucking hate cops. Let's not talk about cops. I don't want to get flagged for my opinions because we Once had to again. remove even uh, pre like. Early podcast days, 2019, mm-hmm. uh, I, we had to censor some of my my opinions. It was talking about class one felonies, dude. We were just being cautious. I don't, you know? I don't um, not stand by them still, but <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, whatever, whatever. We'll we'll play it safe. We'll we'll skate by this uh, very controversial topic and get back to our much less controversial topic of hip hop for Jesus. <laughs> 
Oh man. Are there any rappers besides Kanye that went like born again, like later in their career, but still kept their career going? There's gotta know, be. Dude. There's Bongzilla. The rappers. It's Christian rap band. 15 like rock yeah. music legends who found Jesus. Let's yeah. see. Okay. Some okay. of the OG corn members are super born again. Rolling Stone top 10 rockers who found God. Here we go. Bob Dylan. <laughs> okay. Cool. Is that what's, true? what's he done again? Where's where's he from? What band is that guy in again? Uh the Rolling the Stones. Rolling Stones. Holy oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Aaron. I thought it was the guy I thought That's it was true. the guy from uh from Husker Du. <laughs> yeah, right. Arthur Killer um, Kane, New York Dolls bassist. Don't know about that. Uh Leonard mm. Cohen. Mm. Hallelujah. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I don't think this is Christian. <laughs> I think this I don't think this is exclusive to Christians. I think this is oh. all all religions. That's fucked up. That's not that's not sp- specific enough. Dave Dave Mustaine second. from Megadeth became a born again uh, Christian. Dude, he just passed away, I feel like. What? I think he just passed away. He's he's originally from Metallica. He got kicked out of Metallica by Lars Ulrich. Oh, they have mm. like a whole section on it in the, some kind of monster documentary mm. where like like there's footage of Dave, Dave Mustaine is not dead, dude. Dave Mustaine's still alive. No, he's alive. He just yeah. he, he just got cancer again or something. But he's like very sick. He'll mm. he'll be it though. He's the lead singer of Megadeth, and he's a born again Christian, dude. But. Yeah, I That's don't true. know. God, God is on his side. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. It's too strong. Corn guitarist yeah. Brian Head Welch. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. His nickname is. I wonder what. Yeah, Jonathan Davis is probably pissed. <laughs> yeah, you know Jonathan Davis, the singer. He has like he his like day job technically that he went to school for and is like certified in. He's like a mortician. He like can work at like funeral homes oh. on like bodies. Damn. Fucking crazy. That is crazy. He took it a step too far, you know. He jumped the shark <laughs> personality wise. Uh, it's like I was with you through issues, man, but when you when you revealed that you touch dead bodies, I'm out. Oh, whoa. Brian Brian Head Welch has a has a, a movie called Loud Crazy Love. What's it about? What? Right, Durst. Is, is it on? Is it on Hulu? <laughs> uh, I think it's about his a crazy love story. I think it's just about how much he loves his daughter. Oh, that's that's very Christian. <laughs> yeah, and and the re- the relationship that he had with his daughter growing up as a rock star and missing, I think, most of her childhood. Oh yeah, doing like crystal meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also, no. Apparently, there was. There's a lot of talk about him being like, like addiction and stuff. Oh yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. I mean, the first corn record, they were all like, like the first corn record was made like on drugs. They were all like fucked up, like super addicts. I don't know. I have the uh, Family Values uh, tour '98 VHS, and they seem, yeah. seem like nerds. Right? Like, I love the family values. Like, yo, we drink 30. Yo, we got 30 rack. We drink it every night. And there's like <laughs> nine dudes there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. 
that. That was after they got their their South Park money for, or no, it was before, right before, I guess. Because I remember when Issues came out, South Park premiered uh, the single like on the episode. It was like a Halloween episode, and Corn was like in it. And I watched it. I was like ten. It was fucking so sick. Man, South Park was so cool. Fuck, fuck Hot Topic and every other place that made it like normal. <laughs> you blame Hot Topic for that? Yeah, why? Hot Topic and hot I don't know. Every, they're I don't know part why you're Hot Topic, dude. They're I got part some... of normalizing cartoon paraphernalia. I feel <laughs> like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like like come em- on. emo core <laughs> shit. Yeah, yo. There was nothing chiller though. When I was in middle school, you had a fucking nightmare before Christmas beanie. Like you were gonna be everyone's friend because you were cool as fuck. That shit rules. People, people are like, "Yo, Blink One Eighty Two self titled, so sick." Yeah. (laughs) I did. I tell you about me punching a kid in the face in middle school because he said Blink One Eighty Two sucked. No, you got punched in the face. No, I punched somebody in the face. Oh no, he said Weezer sucked. It wasn't Blink One Eighty Two. There was this kid named Doug who was like a friend of mine, but he was just being like so terrible, like all day and like I, by changing it from Weezer yeah <laughs> I know I at first I was gonna be like yeah dude that's that's so noble yeah, of you and then one day like oh shit actually was, I'm like well yeah I, 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 over, I overstepped the line there <laughs> Jacob I, I need I need more context what year did this happen because I need to know what album was most recently released <sighs> by Book 182 and Weezer it was either 2007 or 6 yeah so Weezer did suck then come on yeah Honestly, like, it's probably kind of fucked up. Current, dude. current Weezer, yeah. like I feel like, I feel like you know the last Weezer album that had like some good songs was like mm. Maladroit, and that album sucked. But, but yeah, you know Green Album, same. Like I, I just hated Hashpipe. I hated that song, but I liked everything mm. else on Green Album. Start swinging, so you better chill. I just I love the music <laughs> video. I I just. I heard it. I heard it when it came out. I was like in sixth or seventh grade, and I was just like, I don't know, man. I, mm. I think at the time I, I needed. At the time, I was like really into Blink One Eighty Two and like Drive Through Records bands, and mm. it was too like it was too like sharp for me, like too too Matt sharp for me, you know? Yeah, a little abrasive. But I, I got into it. Hashpipe's all right. It's just like I still skip it, mm. you know. <laughs> but don't let go. That song's a banger. Um. I saw them on like the Beverly Hills tour. I, or the, what is that album? Make believe I got like Mm. free tickets. My friend's mom like worked for a bank and they're playing at the arena, the stadium where, um, where the Panthers played hockey, but like the bank had like, like a suite, like a box and through this friend's mom, we got like free tickets to go see them. And it was, um, it was Weezer and the Foo Fighters and that band May opened up. And mm. I, I'm not a Foo Fighters fan, but I, I went to see Weezer basically. And I watched the Foo Fighters, but it was kind of sick. Like they like finished their set. And then all of a sudden, like an encore is about to happen. And on the other side of this like theater, like all the way across the arena, like rivers appears by himself and like a spotlight is on him. And he starts playing like Island in the sun. It was kind of sick. Pretty cool. Beverly Hills was a banger of a song back then. I mean, you got to admit, dude, you were in, I was in seventh grade. I thought that song ruled. 
See, I was in like like tenth or eleventh grade, and I was like, no. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked it if I was in tenth or eleventh grade, but I was in seventh grade. That song was brand new. I thought that song absolutely ripped. See, when I was in seventh grade, I was hearing like like Incubus's Stellar and like like Wits, My Own Worst Enemy, and those were the songs that ruled. Yeah. You know. Well, you know. It's like the first song Beautiful. ever learns on guitar after uh, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> uh, what year did that song come out? Beverly Hills? 2005? 2005. So it wasn't super new. Oh, it was produced by Rick Rubin. Christ. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know what? People, I take it back. That song fucking sucked. People that found out about Rick Rubin from Beverly Hills really, really uh, found hip hop when Yeezus dropped. <laughs> mm. You know, they must have. Wow. Uh, dude, Rick Rubin. Wait, what were we talking about with Josiah? Like who would play Rick Rubin in like a a document uh, or like a biopic? I don't know. Oh, it was Joaquin Phoenix. Like the I'm... I'm not here or I'm still there version of Joaquin Phoenix with the giant beard could be Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cause we were talking about the red hot chili peppers. Oh, right. So that's and that moves right into Rick Rubin. Right, right, right. And that's unreleased as of yet. <laughs> so people will catch up. This is uh, a conversation that no one's heard yet. So this is the first, um, let's get away from that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. Weezer. I feel like I need to, people have said that the most recent couple Weezer things have been good. Like I feel like Josiah previous guest of the pod is a really strong new Weezer music proponent in the world. And I need to give it a chance. Cause I feel like I owe it to them after spending so much time with the blue album and Pinkerton, but isn't rivers kind of like fucking shady like some sketchy like look at wasn't him. he like messaging with <laughs> like teenagers in japan just look at him yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know he's too smart he, he's like a harvard grad right he was messaging teenagers in japan yeah isn't that there's like a song across the sea yeah. in Pinkerton about being like a pen pal with like an underage like a japanese teenager uh. Uh. Yeah, Jeff's like, is there some weird stuff about him? Oh yeah, it's literally in his songs that he's written himself. Oh damn, that's crazy. Well, from from like 1990, whatever six or whenever the fuck Pinkerton came out, right? Or 98? I don't know. One of those one of those years when that was not, I guess, as big a deal to the world as it is now. I mean, yeah, like they were cool with Gwen Stefani walking around with like the Harajuku girls. Like that was like totally normal to have like. <laughs> Four human beings as like your accessories. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and God. like the most famous person on TV, like Jerry Seinfeld, was like like 38 dating like an 18 year old or something. Yeah. 17, 17 38. 17. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was dude, about. Fetty Wap was it, talking about it. Yeah, dude. It, I saw someone edit that. Someone edited it. Like w- when the Seinfeld shit dropped, someone edited that video together. Oh, my God. Dude, Seinfeld, man. And he's got like beef with, I think, Bobcat Goldthwaite because Bobcat Goldthwaite like publicly like brought it up like 
recently, like the Seinfeld shit. Yeah, he's See, like that man who talked about it ever. <laughs> just like everybody, yeah. just, it's totally normal that Jerry Seinfeld's a fucking pedophile. Yeah, he's got too much power. Is the problem? Isn't he? The, isn't he one of the most like wealthy, cele- like living celebrities? Oh yeah, I mean his whole like he collects like insane expensive cars that's his hobby is right. like buying like like hundreds of thousands of dollars like pieces of you know physical collectible machinery holy fuck mm. 950 million dollar net worth yeah. he's literally almost take, a billionaire we gotta censor yeah. his name out of all of this if we really want to make it in the entertainment industry <laughs> we're gonna bleep it oh man was Seinfeld you know, that good of a show? He's so powerful that even Michael Richards could do what he did and people still like give him a pass, you know, just for the affiliation. Mm. It's fucked up. Like, like I feel like a day after that Michael Richards Kramer incident, Seinfeld was like on, I want to say it was like CNN or something. Can we pull up like the clip of Seinfeld with Michael Richards, like the day after, like forcing Michael Richards to apologize oh. like on air? What? Like he like tr- he tried to like smooth it out for the public by like being part of the the conflict solution because <laughs> you know at the end of the day if he didn't a bunch of networks could have pulled Seinfeld syndication and he would be losing money <laughs> so he wanted to like protect his empire was this in reference being, to like, the seventeen thirty eight thing this was in reference to Michael Richards saying the n word during a stand-up comedy performance and being recorded and that being leaked on the internet. You, you guys don't remember this? Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen that. It was like a huge deal. It was like I feel crazy. like it happened when I was in high school. Yeah. Or maybe like college. But it's like fucked up. They like famously parodied it on Curb Your Enthusiasm with Michael Richards during the Seinfeld reunion season, like season six or whatever. And it's like kind of fucked up that they would like parody it. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly. Huh. That's. Very- I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. It's fucked. Well, because like, the thing the is. Heckler the, pushed him. Or well, whatever. it wasn't even like. He wasn't like doing a. It wasn't like his routine. He was just. He just no, got he, fucking pissed at a heckler and started yelling. Yeah, he did it. It wasn't like part of the like, set. Get back. Yeah, he did it to get back at the heckler. Yeah. So, like, it's not Which even like, like, oh, I was doing my offensive bit and people. No, he was like literally just like screaming. He must have been on That's some like shit. what what he thought would hurt somebody. It's yeah. like, dude, you clearly knew that this was a hurtful thing to do. You just didn't think anyone was going to videotape it. But you're Kramer, dude. You got to you got to know. You got to know, man. Kramer's yeah. supposed to be cool with everybody. It's fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. But yo, do you can we like pull up like Seinfeld Michael Richards' apology. Well, okay, like, I have this video here. It's like seven minutes, though. Let's just play like the first thirty seconds of it. Now, this uh, this Michael Richards thing. Well, mm-hmm. uh, now I don't know him well. I've known him a long time, but I don't I don't know him well. And I can remember years and years ago at the, at the comedy store, uh, he would get on stage, and he was always a very dynamic performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, dynamic to the point Seinfeld's that like, often fuck. audiences were frightened. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but still, we all got a kick out of it because it was in good fun, and, right. and, and he was uh, and is a very funny guy. And then we see this thing today where he goes nuts in some kind of club and is screaming at people. Have you, have you talked to him? Do you know anything about I, I this? I did talk to him. I talked to him today. And, uh, you know, I was extremely upset about it, and uh, he is extremely upset about it. And I asked him if he would come on the show tonight mm -hmm. so that he could explain what happened because uh, it, it's just, it was just one of those awful, awful right. things. Right. And I, I think he's a little mystified about what happened, but I think most importantly he wanted to... Uh, we have him uh, live via satellite yes, from Los do. Angeles. Sorry, right, this do. should be Michael Richards. Michael, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the show. Oh, my God. Hello. So Hi. sad. How are you doing? I'm uh, not doing too good. People are right. laughing. Why, why don't you explain exactly what happened for the folks who may not know? I, uh, I lost my temper on stage. I was at uh, a comedy club trying to uh, do my act, and I got heckled, and I, I, I took it badly and went into a, oh my a rage. And... Uh, uh, I can't believe people are laughing. It's I know. So what the hell? Pretty, uh, nasty things to I think some like Afro-Americans. A, a lot of Cancel this man. 2021, and, uh, cancel it. Stop laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> and what uh, were what, what, the... Uh, the, the, the Sorry, don't say that. It's literally just a laugh, it's a laugh track from the sitcom uh, that they inserted. That was going on, too. Uh-huh. Right. And did you? I know. I'm mean, hearing uh, your audience laugh, you know, and it's it's. Uh, I'm not even sure that this is uh, where I should be uh, well, addressing so, uh, so uh, used, the so situation. To... I've, I've already heard you make some jokes about it, and that's okay, you know. But I'm I'm I, you know I'm 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 really busted up over this, and I'm 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 very very sorry. Uh, Dude, to only those, because he got uh, people in the audience, well, obviously, uh, the blacks, the Hispanics, the whites, everyone that was there that took the brunt of that anger and 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 hate and rage and and how it came through and and, and I'm concerned about more hate and more rage and more anger coming through, uh, not just towards me but towards. Uh, All right, that's enough. Black, Turn him white off, man. He keeps, uh, he's just, he's like, I want to apologize to this group of people and this group of people. Dude, apologize to everybody. Like, nobody likes racism, you fucking asshole. I mean. Well, I like, he's like, he's like deflecting. He's like, this, it's not funny, okay, guys? <laughs> yeah. It's your fault. It's your fault yeah. for laughing. What if, like, to try to smooth things over, like, when they got him via satellite, he's like all dressed as Kramer and his hair's all puffed up to seem more likable. <laughs> like he put on the full Kramer costume. Yeah, yeah. He probably did pathetic. That seems like ambient behavior. Oh, he was, yeah, he, very... he, was he like, was he like fucked up when he was doing that? Like, no, set, like he or... was probably drinking. Yeah. He was probably drinking like standups. But well, yeah, he probably, I was just he... going to say because he looks either hungover or on some major something well, right now he probably like, <laughs> he walked so roseanne could run you know what i mean in the in the scope of successful sitcom downfalls yeah. you know yeah but certainly i don't know i feel like i've watched seinfeld and enjoyed it since then maybe i need to press pause and turn on king of queens or something you know I friend <laughs> this household friends friends <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs>
I fuck with friends. I like friends. Growing up, I watched friends um, as a kid, like with my family, like Thursday nights was cool. And I like Seinfeld too, but when Seinfeld was on, I was younger and friends is definitely like, like more broad, less like specific niche, like references and stuff. Like it's more for everybody. I feel like than Seinfeld, which doesn't make it less good um, for that reason. Seinfeld, I do think is better, but I did like friends. The only problem is friends definitely jumped the shark at a certain point where Joey just like ceased to be the same character and just became like, so dumb. I don't know. Yo, I'm it's jo- hard. I love Joey. I think Phoebe's my favorite though. Like when I really have to think about it and it never was the case, I always like Chandler, but I don't know. Lisa Kudrow is so fucking funny. She's really funny. My, my gerbil in, um, in eighth grade was named Chandler Bing. <laughs> Chandler Bing. I have like, I have an anonymous like follower, someone on Instagram, I guess if you're a fan of the podcast and you hear this and they they have like no, no default picture and like no posts. They're like a private account, like a Finsta. And I think their name, their username is like Chanandler Bong from that episode about his uh, TV guide. Like who's, who's it addressed to. And I always laugh when I see that. So shout out to, user instagram user miss chinandler ball because <laughs> that shit makes me laugh deep deep friends cut that uh shout you know, out the general public can appreciate yeah. because it's not a uh, as sophisticated as seinfeld <laughs> hmm. oh man but fuck michael richards for real that's 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 where i'm s- t- tapping out of the seinfeld talk yeah i have to agree there my favorite thing is Jeff tries to steer us down a rabbit hole and he's like, never mind. I changed my mind. That sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, it's one of the I'm best parts creature, of the podcast. I'm a creature of spontaneity and I don't always know where I'm taking it. And sometimes yeah. I have to disagree with myself at, That's at good. certain points. At least there's an element of self-awareness that you you end up applying um, well, it's that not I think people appreciate. It's Lack of self awareness. It, it, no, it's called neurosis, and it's I second guess every single thing I do, whether it's right or wrong. That's so it, I, it leads to me figuring out that some things actually are wrong, but I wouldn't call it self awareness. That's a, a, a that's a step too far. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Um, I feel like this has been a chill episode. I want to say thanks, Tina, for coming on. And do you have anything you want to plug? Any place you want to tell the people where to find you or share Mag's music or anything coming out? Uh, well, Kyle like is in Australia, so we get when he comes back from there, <laughs> then maybe we'll make some music. But yeah. we're, we're like doing demos and shit. We're we're trying to make it work, being all apart, but. We're tr- we're gonna as soon as he can come to the U.S. and safely like be able to do that and it not costs like fucking so much money. Yeah, he, he's gonna. Yeah. So, but hopefully, like June, we're gonna start recording. Nice, sick, hell yeah, very sick, very excited for that shit. Like the uh, we got a tease with the song from the soundtrack, even though I'm sure it'll be completely different. It it's like tiding me over to like a new release. Yeah. I'm well, it's it's got to be completely different. That one person is going to be like, like, so I guess this was the direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've brought that. that you've guy. brought that Instagram commenter on as the uh, executive producer of the album. 
So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they just yeah, care. Yeah. They just care so much. So, you know, you have Use, to have that. Using a screenshot of the email as the album art for the next album. Yes. <laughs> Dude, oh man, roast them, roast them, burn them at the stake. Uh, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! It's a fan. It's a witch hunt. These are fans it's Mike we're Lindell. talking about. Well, yes, yes. Okay, I'm I'm doing the neurosis thing where I'm realizing this taken in the wrong place. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit, Jeff! <laughs> This is why editing exists, guys. You know, sorry, Aaron. There's there's but. some things that editing can't fix, Jeff. Oh, don't remind me. Jeff, all the all the substances in Jeff's bloodstream are all fighting each other to and to gain supremacy in Jeff is I'm surprised you're not like sweating more. Oh, yeah. I am. I shut the window so there's no um so there's no like excess audio from the street because we get a lot of construction going on and it's kinda it's kinda hot inside, but you can't tell which is perfect. It's the right amount of visualness, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I am sweaty. So people out there know if they want the full experience, just douse like a, a wash, a wet washcloth over your forehead. If you want to get the full experience of me, like talking in your face or something. Yeah. We're going to be releasing the episodes in VR. Um, so if you want the full <laughs> virtual reality, Jeff simulator experience, you're going to want to douse yourself in something to make yourself really sweaty. You don't want to turn up the thermostat in your apartment, close all the windows and put, you're, you're like, going to get a, get a COVID vaccine. Get, so yeah. Get sore. vax. That's <laughs> the ultimate, you know, detail. And then surround yourself with creepy dolls and clowns and yes. play back the episode and you will feel like Jeff feels. And that is the ultimate way to listen to the podcast, in my opinion. I don't recommend it, but it's the most authentic. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Tina, for coming on. It was awesome talking to you. No, no problem. I'm extremely hungover. So it, <laughs> that's the. It. That's honestly the energy we've all it's brought the, today. It's the vibe. I mean, so I was up mad late last night, so I'm I'm also feeling a little sleepy. So it's a sleepy, sleepy pod, sleepy hungover yeah, pod. You know, with with a twisted tea cut out like that, I would be a little upset if you, you didn't bring that energy. You know, <laughs> I fuck with it. We're gonna have to. Um, maybe we'll edit, make some edits of the twisted tea helmet for the for the um podcast episode uh before we release before we release this episode we'll reach out to twisted tea and get them to sponsor the episode exactly because we are we're already plugging them so we need to reverse engineer sponsorship Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes they work me on instagram so i think let's go we got the plug we got the twisted tea plug guys (laughs) it's almost summer let's get it you know what i mean wow oh man all right well thanks everybody it's been a blast. All right. Thank you. Bye. Sweet. Peace. Thanks, Tina. Later.